Now I had a dream. I wanted to make movies like Spike Lee without actually being them. I wanted to make music like Quincy Jones. Produce albums with my name on them and my picture on the cover, but not using my voice because I didn't like my voice. I wanted to take pictures like Gordon Parks, but websites and CD, DVD slideshows, not, not magazines, because I was not big on printing photos. Took too much ink, they ain't cost too much. I wanted to make a black Yahoo, powered by a black Google, to catalog the African internet experience. Now believe it or not, I did each of these in my home, powered by computers. I'm going to date myself here a little bit, so bear with me. By 1998, I had more than one computer. All right. I had more than two computers. All right. I had more than a few computers. That abundance let me start to experiment, learn how much I could produce via parallel computing. That's having many processes running simultaneously on separate machines. In 1999, my consulting helped me get a digital camera, my first CD burner, a decent pair of headphones with a built-in mic, a Sound Blaster 32-bit sound card, and music audio production software called Cakewalk. I also discovered MIDI files and computer karaoke. For completeness, MIDI stands for Musical Instrument Digital Interface. And for the record, none of this stuff that I was able to buy was cheap. So getting it all in the same year at around the same time, that helped me get going. I had some weapons. A digital camera documented and helped to market my computer camps, which is how I made my living back then. That CD burner helped me make CDs that promoted our work and mixtapes for my car, my car CD player mounted in the trunk. I did my best creating, man, while I was listening to music. I still do. The headset, sound card, cakewalk, and MIDI helped me create my first album. I was the producer, the performer, and the audience. And each of those were key roles. The computer helped me to synchronize these key roles and play each of them simultaneously. That took a lot of practice, but it saved a lot of time, and it saved a ton of money that I didn't have anyway. I produced an eight-song album using MIDI music tracks and what I call a one-take technique. Check it out. I practice the song in the mirror, in the shower, whatever, until I could record it in one take and capture all the emotion, the raw emotion, right there in that moment. I use one take for the lead vocal, and then one more take 
with a background vocal and I'm done. The sound card I mentioned earlier facilitated this because it was this innovative one that let you listen to all the previously recorded tracks while you were recording a new track. I think they call this full duplex recording and it is commonplace now but it was a game changer back in the late 90s. Now believe it or not I learned this one-take approach deal from Tupac. Yes, that Tupac. I didn't know it. We didn't have YouTube. But I read in Vibe magazine that Tupac did not mess around at the recording studio. And he was known for that because he knew how much money studios cost to rent. And he was about getting songs done correctly and quickly and he could get an album out like that. So I'm going to be about that too. That's what I said. I wasn't ready for prime time, but my first project showed me that I could sing. It also showed me the power of the producer's role and that I was well suited to play that role. Now I have a pretty soulful voice, but a very limited vocal range. I use what I got. So as my own producer, I picked songs that respected my strengths and weaknesses. I compensated for the weaknesses by knowing the song well enough to adjust when the rough and challenging parts approached. I also ate potato chips while I recorded. I ate potato chips when I was not recording as well, but they really help when you're recording because they keep your throat lubricated. Now, I learned that from Vanessa Williams, the singing Vanessa Williams, not, not the actor, well, the singer and actor, the one that was on Desperate Housewives, the one that was Miss America. Now, this album I did is still my pride and joy. I would never release it. It ain't that kind of album. But when I listen to the 29-year-old me singing his heart out, it says something to me. Because I know how scared I was to record myself singing. But I figured out how to do it using my best effort. And then I did it anyway. 